Welcome to the Stuff and Things Podcast. Your home for all stuff related to your favorite things in entertainment. Now, here are your hosts. Everybody and welcome back to the Stuff and Thangs podcast. I am Sam. This week we are discussing season six of Game of Thangs. Okay, it's Game of Thrones, but taking the lead this week is my partner in crime, Stefan. How's it going? Yeah, I'm good, mate. You? I am good. I don't know why my voice just said. Oh. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. So season six. Wow. What did you think? My wow. favourite season. I can understand so much. Just just yeah. so much. Like, <laughs> I'm looking at this podcast. Are we going to have to do this in two parts? No, Is man. Is this going to be our longest podcast ever? Uh, There's we, so we, much. Yeah, we've got to try and ram it in there. So, <laughs> All right, yeah, let's, calm down. Let's, let's begin. Okay, let's, let's start then, shall we? Yeah. Um, so we're going to go uh, place by place, kind of talk about one area, move on to the next talk okay. about an area that's the plan okay but i'm probably going to jump around all over the place ah, that's fine i mean this is a refresher uh you know hopefully some people are just using it as a refresher if if you're listening and you're watching the show along with stefan then obviously you're experiencing this right now as well this kind of holy hell shock uh stefan's recording this uh what 20 minutes after watching the season six finale uh yeah yeah, yeah. if that so it's still very, what the hell in your mind? Yeah, I mean, well, like, Cersei is just mental. So yeah. we're going to start in King's Landing. Yep, okay. Um, because there's a lot, obviously, happening there. Yep. And, yeah, let's just let's just start with King's Landing. So, obviously, Cersei had been publicly shamed by the faith of the Seven in the last season. Yeah, High Sparrow, yeah. The High Sparrow and all that lot. And she is wait, awaiting her trial for incest and everything else during this season. Yeah. And you kind of already get the feeling that she's not going to take this laying down. <laughs> no. You kind of get I mean, she, it's not her brother, is it? So, you know. No, exactly. Um, yeah, so like that's all going crazy. Um, the Grandmeisters and everyone else have abandoned her. Um, her uncle's now the new Hand of the King. And even he's not really talking to her. Nope. Um, House Lannister's kind of a bit all over the place at this point. Yep. And obviously they've got the Tyrell Tyrell and the Lannister alliance is falling apart very, very quickly. (laughs) Um, They're massively in debt. There's like, they can't get any more money from the Iron Bank. Cersei has given weapons to... The Faith Militant, which she thought would be the good idea, and they're now against her. So yeah. the Lannisters are kind of falling apart very quickly. Beautiful, isn't it? It's fantastic to watch. <laughs> um, she's got a few schemes and everything, which we'll now go on and talk about a couple of her little ideas. Um, obviously, they kind of backfire massively and work at the same time. Okay, like what? Well, her son kills himself. Whoa! Jump to the end. Spoiler alert. And if you haven't watched the episode, the season, and you're listening to this, it's your own fault. <laughs> and then she gets to become the queen anyway. 
Which I, I'm starting to think was her goal all along. Yeah, that's the thing. Where was her plan here? Did she care about her children at all? Or was she just going all out, I will get to the throne? Well, I think she did care. And I think she loved her kids. But I think by the time we she'd lost two, I think she then convinced herself that prophecy was correct. And therefore, she almost started distancing herself from Tommen. Like, you know... I mean, I could be just completely wrong here, but it's almost like, okay, he's dead. I know he's dead, because the other two have already died. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, right, you're off, mate. See you later. Bye. But, but, but you see what I mean? It's, it's like, in her mind, it was like, yeah, he's already dead. I need to start thinking beyond. Yeah, what um, else have I got available? Oh, I mean, her... The whole Tommen being seduced by the, the faith kind of thing, because Marjorie was... Do you think Marjorie really was going with the faith of the seven or do you think she was full of it just to get out of jail i thought it was just to get out of jail and then she gives her mum that bit of paper with the rose on it and i'm like yes yeah that's her grandmother that's her grandmother not her grandmother yeah yeah. and i'm like yeah she's still a goodie here we go and then she also turns out to be the only person to realize what's actually going on yeah and then very sadly yeah yeah, a lot, a lot die in that scene. Um, so you lose. Yeah. So basically, the the Tyrell, other than the grandmother, are wiped out. So Pretty much, the Ty- yes. Yeah, so the, the Tyrell house is gone. Yeah, and that all comes from Cersei doesn't turn up to her own trial. No. Nope. So throughout this season, we kind of get the build up to this trial, and what's going to happen. Um, the king himself has almost turned his back on his mother a little bit. Yeah, with the whole um, the crown and the faith are the two pillars. One cannot stand without the other. Completely brainwashed by his wife. Who, if I had a wife that looked like that, I can fully understand. <laughs> if I had a girlfriend, if I knew someone that looked like that, I think I'd be brainwashed into whatever they believed. You know, you can, no, no comment. Man. You can understand his theory, although yeah. he is obviously still just a child. Yeah, and. Is he thinking with his head or something else? We don't know. However. Teenagers. Teenagers, eh? Terrible. Um, So he's kind of gone against his mother as well. And then when it gets to the trial itself, um, Iron Fist, the Prince of Roses, his name was gone. (laughs) It's the Tyrell son. The Tyrell son, yeah. He um, admits to everything, confesses, and all of a sudden it's then time for Cersei. Yeah. Who has now obviously got the Silent Mountain as her... The Franken Mountain. The yeah. Franken Mountain as her personal bodyguard. <laughs> and he's a scary bloke anyway. He is. He's huge. I swear he's got bigger. I mean, I know they've now Franken-sensed him, so they've probably made him like an extra couple of feet taller or something. <laughs> um, And he goes up to the king's room as the king is about to leave to go to the trial and stops him. And at that point, I started going, uh-oh. My first thought was, surely she's not going to kill the king. And then you get the next scene, which is where you start seeing uh, members of the faith being taken apart. Starting yeah. off with um, her little nephew being led yeah. through the streets by this little child. And the Grand Maester being led into a dungeon. Yeah. He dies quite savagely. I want to know what sweets did that guy give those kids for that. 
<laughs> I think I think he said something like sugar and plums or something, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 something like that. They yeah. must be good plums. <laughs> oh man, where are you going with that comment? No, not like that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that can be edited out. Um, yeah, so he's obviously now killed the Grand Meister, and yep. at that point you start going, "Oh wow, okay, they're going to slowly wipe." I thought. Oh, they're going to slowly take them out one by one. Very, no. very clever, Cersei. One by one, get rid of them. Good idea. The nephew, cousin guy goes into the cellar and you start seeing all the um, the wildfire. wildfire in the barrels. And at that point, I just sat there and went, oh. Yeah. Do you remember when um, Tyrion was planning the defence of King's Landing for Blackwater Bay? Yep. And they talked about all this wildfire, and they talked about how the Mad King, the rumour was he had it stashed all over the city. Yep. Yeah, there's a scene in season six where Cersei has obviously got her her hand um, to go and look into it, and she says, is there any truth to the rumour? And he says to her, yes, yes, there is. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wow, you said Distic. <laughs> like yeah she just she's willing to blow up all of those people yeah because yeah. she knows she's guilty and she's not going to get away with it yep and at that point you start going oh she is a crazy mother yep queen mother yeah yeah um all of a sudden you kind of see marjorie clicks yeah and goes not there. crazy that wait a minute she knows what's going to happen if she's not here and yet she still decided not to turn up. There's yeah. a reason for this. Yeah. And no one listens. She tries to leave and you're like, yeah, let her get out. Yeah. And then no. they don't let her get out. And I start sitting there going, no, 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 please. No. Please get out. Brutal. I've enjoyed watching you for the last couple of seasons. Please get out. Please. And she doesn't. And then all of a sudden, kaboom. Yeah. Big time. Big time kaboom. Um, the whole place goes up, which is a, a fantastic visuals. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic visuals. Um, the whole thing goes up. You kind of see the High Sparrow's eyes just kind of widen as he suddenly yeah. goes, ah. Yeah, they kind of like feel the ground rumble under them just before they all get blown apart, which was kind of, yeah. 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 It was, that's a lot. Took out a lot. I mean, uh, she took out her uncle as well. He was Hand of the King. Yeah. Um, she took and... out the entire small council. Yep. They have all now gone. She's taken out um, all but one of the Tyrells. Yep. So that's the entire bloodline, really, because they've only got the yeah. grandmother left. So that's the bloodline yep. wiped. Yep. Um, the entire faith wiped. Yep. And there is a comment she, There's a comment made um, during the season about getting rid of the old to bring in the new. Yeah. And boy, does she do that with some effect. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she, uh, uh, there's just no, something interesting, I mean, just the way she did it was this brutal, kind of like a statement to everybody, you know, I'm in charge, you you cross me, I will blow you up, (laughs) but what do you think (laughs) about, uh, yeah, what do you think about Jamie in this, because Jamie is still in love with her, and yeah, at the same time, we know that Jamie killed the Mad King to stop him from doing exactly that. I'm glad you've mentioned it, because I was going to get onto yeah. that, but we'll bring that in. Uh, give me one second just to f- wrap up King's Landing, Yeah, yeah. and then we'll hit Jamie onto the next one. 
So the last things we see are the mountain leaving the king on his own now that it's all blown up. Yeah. And there's a scene where I was watching it. I had to pause it, rewind it, and watch it again because I couldn't believe I'd just seen it. Yeah. Um, He takes his crown off, walks off camera, and you just kind of see the burning area. And I'm like, wow. Then he just casually walks in, gets up, and falls, jumps, like, just walks off. Yeah, just steps out the window, yeah. And I had to pause it and rewind it and go, did I just see that? Yeah, it's one of my favourite favorite gifts. I bet. <laughs> yeah, how should they go in and I just send that? <laughs> it's just crazy. And yeah, so then he dies and yep. Cersei is placed as the queen and leaves the shame, shame lady with the mountain. Oh yeah, that's going to be nasty. I mean, you don't, again, it's another of those ones you don't need to see what happens. Nope. You just kind of know. Yep. Um, so, we've then, we'll go on to Jamie. Yep. Uh, Jamie is kind of sent off. I mean, well, he comes back, declares his love again for his sister and how they're going to fight this and make everything better. Um, and then he's sent away by her. Yep. On a mission with my still favourite character. Bron. Bron is just awesome. <laughs> some of the lines he comes out with, some of the things he does, are just brilliant. Yeah, true. Um, so off they've gone, and yeah, like you say, he kind of killed the Mad King to stop this happening. Yep. And you're now kind of looking at it, going, "Well, surely now is is he gonna now stay in love with her, and that will <clears throat> break it through?" Yeah. Will that kind of be the end of it? Well, well I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, we we get some answers to that in season seven, which you've not seen yet. Um, but yep. It's um, I mean, I'm I just just from the point of view of watching the events of season six, he's got to be questioning, you know, where <laughs> what the hell's happened here because. There's no way on earth he, he couldn't be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he he must now surely go against her and have to kill her. Yeah. Which would be nice. I mean, she's up there at the moment of most deserving to die. Yeah. There's another character we'll mention a bit later on who also deserved to die just for one act of stupidness, but we'll get to that okay. later, later. <clears throat> um. So, yeah, they are in the Riverlands which is kind of where the Lannisters are off to um, with the remaining Tully forces because um, they've got to go take over uh, River Run from the Blackfish. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're kind of holding do, it. Do, you, do you mean the Tully forces? Oh, no. You mean the phrase? The phrase, the that's it. Yeah. The phrase, sorry. Yeah, they join the, they've got to go yeah. and take back River Run. Yeah, River Run, yeah, because the Blackfish took it. He, he, I, yes. I, I quite like his character. He's like this real obstinate old git. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> just like, there like, okay. Yeah, yeah, whatever, bring it on. He doesn't care too much. He's not going to give up his home nope. for these guys, no matter what. Uh, Jamie comes in and tries to negotiate with him. Um, Brian's obviously there as well, spoken to him, and they're trying to like calm it all down without having to go full on to war. Yeah. And you think, okay, maybe, you know. It used to be Rob Stark's kind of garrison area. And he's now being yep. looked after by the great uncle. 
and you can kind of understand why he doesn't want to give it up. Yeah. However, they're completely surrounded and they're fighting for a dead king. Yeah. So you're kind of like, uh, how, what are your odds? They've got enough well, food supplies. I think he says to last them for years. Yeah. And it's like, you're going to starve us out because we'll last for years and you're not exactly going to see just like that. Because no. when Bronn and Jamie turn up, they kind of make jokes about the world's worst siege. Yeah. You should you should teach them to build trenches. Yes. <laughs> Go on then, knight. Yeah. yeah. Ah. What did um what did you think about Jamie in this? Because Jamie's in Brianne's interaction, you're kinda of like, Oh, Jamie's trying to find a, a way of not everybody dying. He's kind of being a fairly decent guy with this. And then he gets his nephew and basically looks him in the eye and threatens to launch his newborn child into the castle walls. Which I thought was brutal, but kind of cool. <laughs> kind of cool. <laughs> kind of, I mean, if you're going to threaten and blackmail someone, yeah. is there a better way of doing it than saying, I will take your newborn child and I will catapult him into the walls? Yeah. I, Are you on my I side? Don't, <laughs> I don't think there's any other character in the show that could threaten that, possibly bar Ramsay and Joffrey, that you believe. But because we've seen Jamie push a child out of a window to kill him... You kind I of believe, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe he'd do it, and again, it reinforces he ain't a good guy. He's you not. Know, but uh, he's almost like he's trying to be, but it's still well, got this tendency there to be an ass. Well, I think you know, you take like a character like the Hound, for example. The Hound says it all the time about you know, uh, I can't remember. I think he was talking to Arya, possibly even Sansa. Where he said, you know, your your father was a killer, your brother is a killer, you know, I'm a killer, you're surrounded by killers. <laughs> yeah. And and he was trying to make the point that there aren't good people and people who try to be good end up dead. <laughs> and and Jamie was a great swordsman and now he hasn't got that, you know, the fact he, he still fights with his wrong hand shows how good a swordsman he clearly was. He does give it a go, doesn't he, a few times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he definitely has got an edge to him, which is like a like a switch that kind of gets flipped. Like, okay, well, I need to do this to win, and that's it. And yeah. I think he says to him, like, I need to get back to my sister. I don't care what I have to do. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, in the tent, he says to him about it. Yeah, I don't care about yeah. you. I need to get back to this. I'm going to get back. Yeah. yeah, and I and I think that's the thing. I think he's single minded in his this is what I need to do to achieve this and uh, whatever, whatever that is, I'll do it. And yeah, it's not, not nice really, but I, I believed him. I believed he would have done that. And I believe the other guy did as well by the fact that he then goes yeah. in there and opens the gates for them. Yep. Surrenders it. Yeah. Completely surrenders and happy days. Um, from there, we then see him uh, meet back with the phrase. And he's talking to them, saying, you know, people aren't scared of you. People are scared of the Lannisters. Yeah. Like, no, they're scared of us. And he's like, well, no, because every time you lose places, you send us to go get it back again. <laughs> yeah, he does make the point brilliantly. Yeah. yeah, you're not scary at all. The Lannisters yeah, no- are scary. Yeah, nobody likes Walder Frey. Not even his allies. Yeah, no. He- well, you can understand why. Yeah, he's an ass. He is a bit of an ass. Yeah. Um, Have I missed anything out from Jamie and the Riverlands? Uh, not that I can think of. Okay, we'll very quickly go to uh, Dawn. Okay. And there's only a very small bit to write about them. Obviously, they've poisoned the daughter of Cersei's yeah. daughter. She's now dead. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, they're trying to get the king, prince, ruler there to go to war. Yep. And he refuses. Yep. Because he's a happy, kind man and doesn't really want to go to war. Well, he's a, he's a good ruler. He seems to, well, he seems to be the only good ruler left. Yep. And look how well, that works for him. Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, don't be a good guy in Game of Thrones. Nope. I'm very scared for the, uh, Tyrion going forward because he's probably the closest to a good guy we've got. Uh, yeah. And he's, I mean, he's still a bit of an ass. Him, him and John. Him and John. Nah, is John a good guy? I mean, he's, you know, he kills a lot, lots and lots and lots of people. Well, for the yeah, right so reasons. Does, but... So does Tyrion. I mean, Tyrion set the Blackwater on fire. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Killed thousands. Yeah, that is. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Okay, so good people that don't kill people, they die. Yeah. Good people that do kill people may survive. Okay. Um, but obviously they want to go to war against the Iron Throne. Yeah. And he's just not letting it happen. And no. ends up getting murdered. Yep. Quite nastily. And they kill his son as well. Yeah, it's not a nice little bit for Dawn. His um his his death scene where he's fighting the two sand snakes. Yeah, <laughs> did I don't know about you, but I proper jumped because <laughs> he's facing the one, and they're all like, "Which one am I going to fight?" And he's like, "Ah, you'll fight me." And then the other one just stabs him through the back of the head. Yeah, you're like, so oh. greedy. It's <laughs> like, oh, that's so gross. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the son on the is it on the boat? Yeah. He's on the boat still. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's like which one then? He chooses one. She's like, ah, oh, good choice. Starts getting ready to yeah. attack him, and then whoosh, dead. Yeah nasty i just love the way they look at each other it's just like you're so greedy and then yeah. they just walk out like casually like oh yeah the sand snakes are quite fun characters but they're not good they're definitely they not are... good guys but they yeah. are good fun yeah are good fun yeah um so yeah they're now kind of in charge of dawn yep and we do see the grandmother uh tyrell ends up there yep um to try and kind of make some sort of Allegiance, I guess, as there's no yeah, no allegiance yeah, left with the Lannisters at all. No, trying to form a new alliance to go up against the Lannisters and the Crown. Yeah, and then we see our old friend reappears. Yep. Um, at the very end, now, I didn't realize that was where he was going to be reappearing. No, we haven't seen no. him for ages. Well, no, we we saw him earlier in the season say he was going off on some secret mission, uh, saying goodbye to Tyrion. And he couldn't take uh, Tyrion to, to say goodbye, because the most famous yeah. dwarf in the area might not be a serious secret. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, Varys is... I mean, he was like the spy master for a long time, so he's got contacts everywhere. Yeah. And obviously he's he knows Dorne hates Cersei. He knows that Tyrells now hates Cersei, so he's got them all together, and he's going to try and say, "Look, you know, I'm bringing Daenerys Targaryen. Let's uh, let's work together." Is he going to end up on the Iron Throne? <laughs> well, we'll have to wait and this see. This absolute he, genius um... that just goes around stirring crap left, right, and centre, and not getting his hands dirty. Well, like Littlefinger. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the one. I mean, he's he's the real. Oh, he deserves uh... a real painful, horrible death. Yeah, if only, yeah. He deserves to go. Like, <laughs> seriously, like, there's only so much of that bloke I can be like, oh, that was clever, oh, that was clever. And now I'm just like, all right, seriously, someone realise and kill the dude. Come on. He reminds me of an estate agent. Just, just yeah. okay. Just, just feel slimy and horrible ever seeing him speak. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair. Okay, yeah, and they're just kind of whining everyone into it. Yep. 
Um, okay, so that's Dawn kind of summed up. I'm yep. trying to rattle through the little places to try and keep this somewhere under an hour. Okay. Well, at least close to an hour. Uh, we'll shoot across the narrow sea uh, to Bravos. Yep. Now, Aya Stark, she's been yeah. given two chances by the faceless men. Yeah, she's to kill the kind of cocked them both up. But does she cock them up or does she not do it on purpose? This is what I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Because she was obviously given the chance to kill that man and she killed the other bloke because he was on the list. Which she did on purpose. Which she, she did on purpose. Yep. Um, and was made blind. And we see her as blind for the majority. Yeah. Training and basically becoming a damn ninja. Yeah, but whilst blind. Yeah. Um, trying to get the little girl must rely on her senses um, other yep. than sight. So we see her begging in the street for quite a long time. Yeah. Hashtag Daredevil ain't shit. Yeah, tell me about it. She's kind of kicked Daredevil's <laughs> ass. Um, and we see the the other girl with no name. Uh, yeah, she's called the Waif. The that's, Waif. That, yeah, that's her official character name. I, I just want to say at one point as well, I saw her interviewed. Yeah. My word, there's a different... I, I know this is going to sound really stupid, but sometimes if you only ever see one particular actor... I've only ever seen her in Game of Thrones, so I've only ever seen her portray that character. Yeah. Uh, similar to, like, Grey Worm, actually. So when I saw her on, like, a Comic-Con panel uh, recently, I was completely blown out. One, she's really pretty in real life, which the Waif is not a character you'd ever describe as pretty. Yeah. And two, just like ridiculously happy and smiley. So it's kind of like, wow, it's really great yeah. to see that. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, uh, genuinely, it took me a while to work out who in the hell she was. And it wasn't until I scrolled down to the comments when I saw a few people, how many other people are trying to work out who the blonde is. Yeah, it's the waif. I'm like, bloody hell. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, sorry to interrupt yeah, that. But yeah, the I, waif character is really quite I vicious. think she's possibly the most underrated character if not just in this season, then in a few seasons. Oh, okay. Because she's brilliant. Like she's evil. She's evil. Sadistic. A little bit. Yep. Uh, and is a full-on assassin, faceless man. Yeah. Yeah, but she's kind of portrayed as just kind of like you know the girl that does the cleaning of the dead people yeah. and this that. Yeah. But she's badass. She is. Yeah, like that. The chase that her and Arya have through the streets. Yeah. She runs like the Terminator in that, which was deliberate, but it was kind of funny to me. Yeah, she. Yeah, it was like bolt upright, just the arms and legs going. Yeah. That was brilliant. There, there is there is an edit on YouTube with the Terminator music while she's running. So dun 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 dun. dun. It's quite. And nice. I bet it fits perfectly. Actually, yeah, it really does. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Aya is then obviously told uh, for that to go and kill this actress. Yeah, and doesn't do it. No, so this is this is interesting. Do you do you? I mean, because I remember you messaging me when you watched that episode. <laughs> yeah, she's and you were the like, worst she, assassin ever. Yeah, yeah, she she's the worst assassin ever. The first time she kind of bottles it, and then the second time she actually smacks the poison out of her hand. Yeah, and and grasses up the person who paid her. Um, I I have a theory on this, and this isn't something I've read or anything like that. I genuinely believe Arya used the faceless men to learn all of these skills and Arya, Arya wanted to go home and I genuinely believe she knew there was no way she'd be able to get away unless she took out the waif 
Oh, so you think that the whole time it's just kind of her biding her time, learning what she needs to learn. Yeah. And now the reason why I say that is because there's there, there's the scene where the waif creeps up on her as an old lady and just stabs the hell out of her. Yeah. Which in that moment I thought Arya's dead. I'm oh not. My God. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. With the whole way this show goes. Yeah. There yeah. was. I was like, no. no, no way. Have they just killed off Arya? Yeah. No, completely. I was with you as well. <laughs> and then I went. Now, it's the Game of Thrones. They could have just killed off Arya. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. And that's it. You know, end of episode. But she then has this where she goes to that woman. Now, she. Arya's not stupid. She'd have known that if she's with that actress, that actress is still on the hit list. Yep. She knows that if a, if a name is promised to the faceless god, they don't stop. They do it. She knows that. and she But she acts, or, or she is terrified. You know, we're watching her running away from the waif, and she's terrified. She's terrified. Yeah. But then she actually leads the waif into a trap. And you kind of think to yourself, maybe she went to the actress yeah. to get the waif. Yeah. To, to come at her again. And she cuts the candle, which makes it go black. So, of course, Arya was training while she was blind. Yeah, that's a great scene. Just the, the simplicity yeah. of that. Yeah. But it's it's the she's in there all hunched over, you know, like, oh, I'm defeated, I'm defeated. And the waif says to her, don't worry, it'll be over soon. And then as the waif comes at her, Arya's expression changes, grabs needle, shuts her eyes, and takes the candle out. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. Whoa, 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 hang on a minute. Did she plan that? And I I think, I'm not saying this is some big fan theory, I think she did. I think 100%. I think she planned yeah. that. Because she then goes back to the faceless man with the wave's face up on the wall and is like, my name's Arya Stark and I'm going home. And he's like, okay. Yeah, right, he's like, I'm enough. not arguing that. Like, yeah. okay, you've just put a bloody face on the wall. Yeah. Fair yeah. play to you, love. Okay, you're done. Bye. Yeah, you know, um, because you got to remember, if... The if the faceless god is promised a death, must have it. So by handing him the waif, the waif's dead instead of me. It's like okay, all right, fair enough. We're we're even then. We're yeah, good. you're not owed anything. Yeah, so they're not going to pursue her, so she can leave. I so did without, like without that. There's a scene a uh, couple of episodes before that which I loved as well. Okay, um, Arya just showing how clever she is with the sailors to get back to Westeros. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You haven't got enough money for that. Throws him a bag yeah. of silver. Yeah, all yeah. right, you can have a hammock, whatever. Throws yeah. him another bag of silver. I want a cabin. And actually, we leave in the morning. Walks round <laughs> him as he's going, what? Takes it all back and goes, see you. Yep, see you in the morning. Yeah. He's like, yeah. No, she, she's great. I mean, and she... I think I messaged you and I said, I think she's one of the deadliest characters in the show now. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, you've sent me that after I'd kind of been telling you how she was the worst assassin in the world for not killing yeah. people. And then yeah. a couple of episodes later, she gets all that done, and you're like, oh, I see where Sam was getting at this. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to butt in on where you're going with this, but of course she does get the final scene of the she season. She does. Yep, that is how I'm going to end this bit on Arya, actually. Yeah. Um. So she is back with the fray. She's got all that way. Yeah, and she's taken some faces. And yeah, she's got faces now, and she has learnt how to use the faces. Yeah, yeah she has, and she. So part of the the skill set of the faceless men is not just taking the face of someone, becoming them like appearance and clove costume. You also do their voices. 
so it's a skill that they learn and they learn and they learn so you actually become another person yeah and it, it's it's freaky but she she's learned how to do it in all that time she was in bravos which you gotta remember you know the show's not showing us linear one episode to one day you're, you're talking months and months oh, and yeah. months have gone by you know she was blind on the streets for months so she's learned all of this and she's learned these skills and now she's gone back to Westeros, which is just terrifying. <laughs> yeah, she's like now a fully fledged assassin. Yep. And yeah, she says about um he's like, Where am I is it where are all my yep. daughters and sons and where are I they're all here? Or where yeah, are I... they? No, they're here. They're they're here. When... Did you twig who it was? No. Yeah. I how, how great did you feel when she took the mask off? Yeah, I didn't catch it at all until he opens the pie up oh, and there's yeah. the finger in there. Yeah. And my first thought was, damn, Jamie Lannister has set him up well oh, and truly. Yeah. yeah. yeah because of the yeah. last scene we saw of those two was him saying how no one fears them. Yeah. And I was like, damn, Jamie's gone dark. Yeah. And then she pulls off the face and goes, you know, I am Arya Stark. Yeah. Um, I want you to see my face smiling down at you as you die. And I was like, yeah. Oh. There's yeah. revenge. Okay. <laughs> and then yeah, just slits his throat, holds his head back and, and watches smiles. Him yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. at that point I was like, yeah, okay, now she's officially stone cold yeah. assassin yeah. badass. Fair play. Yeah. Well, she she uh, without a spoiler, so she ends season 6. Yep. The opening scene of season 7 is Arya again. Okay. Um and it is as badass if not more badass than what you've just seen. Ooh. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to you seeing that, because I just think you're going to be like, what? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I will most likely be starting Season 7 um, later the same day as us recording this now. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, there's a few things on today that I need to be watching and doing first, but yeah, then hopefully yeah. this evening it will be a couple of episodes, yeah. so you'll... Yeah, well, well it's, it's, it's a short season. Um, it's only seven episodes, yeah, isn't it? It is, so... yeah, but they're amazing, mate. They really are. But yeah, season six, Arya, the the revenge for the wed, Red Wedding just feels amazing. And especially as you've just been binge-watching it, I imagine that must feel pretty satisfying. Yeah, because everything is still... I've not had these ten-month gaps between seasons. No. I've literally had, like, five hours... So, so you are and still raw. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still having nightmares about the red wedding. Okay, <laughs> yeah, like that has haunted yeah. me in my dream. I've actually had two dreams, genuine yep. hand on heart. I have had two dreams now about that damn red wedding. <laughs> it is horrible. It is just a traumatic, traumatic, horrible scene. I've, I mean, yeah, I've realised binge watching Game of Thrones is not good for your mental state. I've had <laughs> nightmares not, about no. White Walkers. Like dreams yeah. of them chasing me. I've had dreams about giants riding mammoths. <laughs> I've dreamt <laughs> I am a giant riding a mammoth. I don't. You know, someone should someone should analyse that for you. I mean, I've, I feel like I'm going insane. <laughs> well, don't worry. I mean, you'll be caught up soon, and then season eight will start, and then we'll all just basically cry because it's all over. Yeah, I've joined at the right time and the wrong time. I've not had all these years of enjoyment. I've just had like six weeks of pure well, like, oh my god. Well, I mean, the, the plus side is it does appear that this world's not over. We are going to get some serious spin-off shows from it. Um, but anyway, yeah, sorry, mate. We've cool. we still got to ram all this right, in. Yeah, cause... so that is Dawn and Arya done. 
Yeah, Bravos. Yeah. Uh, in Bravos. Um, up next, I have got. I, I want to leave the Jon Snow stuff till last, so okay. therefore I am gonna go with. Uh, let's go with Theon for a little bit. <laughs> um, okay. We will go over to those guys, uh, the Greyjoys, the Ironborns, yeah, and everyone else. Just touch on them quickly because they've kind of obviously he's run away. Yeah. Um, with Sansa, they jumped out the castle and ran away. Yeah. He tried being a good guy and saying that she died. Don't go after her. The hounds kind of sniffed her out. Yeah. Uh, they then meet uh, Brian. Yeah. And King Pod. Yeah, I hope so. All hell King Pod. All hell King Pod and his magical yep. cock. Yep. Yep. <laughs> this is not something I ever thought I'd say out loud, but there it is. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a, a kind of 70s punk band. Yeah. King Pod and the magical cock. <laughs> we need to find out at some point by the end of season eight, I hope we found out what he ever did to those women. They gave him the money back. Why do you want notes? Yes. Yeah, me too. I think yeah. everyone anyway. does. Um, <laughs> what a hero. What a hero to all hero. Um, So the Ironborn, um, they have gone back and Daddy has been murdered by their uncle. Yep. 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 Yeah, his uncle, Euron, yep. uh, has come back and completely murdered their father. Yep. Not great. Good for them. I mean, it now means that Yara can go for being queen of the Iron Islands. She can try. Um, It looked like she was going to get it. Good on her. Uh, And then the the, uh, uncle turns up and actually gets it. Yep. It was like, ah. Uh, They've had to run away. Yeah, because he's going to kill them. Because he's obviously going <laughs> to, you know, let's go murder my niece and nephew. As they, yeah. And it's like, not a, oh. Not a nice guy. He's not, probably not, not going to be invited for family Christmas. Nope, definitely not. You not know, not someone you invite for family Christmas, no. Nope. We all have that slightly weird family member, but I don't remember ever having one of mine go, let's go murder them. Well, you know. Well, you're, you're missing out. Apparently yeah. so. Um, yeah. So Theon is, again, Theon is now trying to be... A good guy, I guess. Well, he's trying to be himself again. Maybe not a good guy, but trying to be himself again. I was going to say, no I, I mean, he's, he's had a pretty rough time of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of all the characters on here, he's probably been the most tortured. Uh, quite literally, yes. Quite literally, yeah. Um, so he's now trying to be Theon again. Yes. Um, yeah. He doesn't want to take his claim as king. Nope. Um, he doesn't believe he has all the necessary parts to be a king. Nope. Which made me chuckle, because does he literally mean that? Or does he mean that he's now being like captured and his mind is not with it properly? Or I does he mean, was... literally, I haven't got the parts to raise children, I can't be king? I think it was a fun play on words. Um, but genuinely, I think he now no longer feels he's fit to rule. Because for all the physical torture and abuse he went through, he's also mentally torturing himself because of the decision he made to betray Rob. Yeah. Um, I, I think that messes with him as much as everything else, or if not more even. Yeah, he really does kind of... You can see like in almost every scene, yeah. you see kind of like him battling with himself. And I think the acting yeah. is absolutely incredible for it. Yeah, that really is, considering when it started, I was like, seriously, Alfie Allen? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was not expecting him to be a good actor. The only thing I knew about him was that he had been in a Lily Allen song, 
about him. That was literally yeah. all I knew about him. Yeah, and and it isn't a good song. No, <laughs> as in it's it doesn't not paint good for him. him. <laughs> no, so um, no, I was the same as you, man. Um, but yeah, he's he's done really well. He played a Russian in John Wick. <laughs> he killed John Wick's dog. What an idiot! Oh dear. Yeah, but but anyway, back to this. Um, so their uncle Euron has decided that he is going to go after Daenerys. Yeah, and marry her because she won't have a choice because she's just some silly young girl. Yeah, I will marry her, and then we will rule the whole of the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be great. Um, yeah. Yara and Theon run away on their boats. They yeah. take his entire fleet. Um, which surprises me how many people are on Yara's side. Well, because that's think, a lot of boats that go. I, I think it. I mean, she's been there the whole time. Um, and she's been, uh, if I remember from earlier seasons, you know, I think uh, the king Greyjoy says she's won the respect of all of the captains. She's she's fought beside them and amongst them, yep. they all respect her and like her. Um, I do think that um, not all of them are a hundred percent loyal, which unfortunately perhaps that plays out in the future. Um, but <laughs> was that a spoiler, does... non-spoiler? Well, it was kind of it's actually a theory of mine it's not ever discussed in the show at all. Oh, okay. Um I I just think with that many crews, that many, you know, one or two of them's bound to not be 100%. Yeah. <laughs> team Team Yara if that makes sense, but she um yeah, she does take all the best ships. Um and she yeah, I I can understand it because a lot of them will also be like, okay, this guy just admitted to killing our king. Yeah, I think that's the um, main turning point. When he admits yeah. so openly, yeah, I killed him. Sorry I didn't yeah. do it sooner. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. I think a fair few of them at that point went, yeah, yeah. you're not you're not on us. Yeah. You're not you're not us. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Thanks, bye. Yeah. Um so they have gone they meet Daenerys and pledge an allegiance. Yeah. Kind of with her. They will get the Iron Islands. And they will support her claim for the Seven Kingdoms, and they'll work together. Yeah. We yeah. don't want to fight; They'll, that'll be fine. Yeah, we'll we'll bring you ships. Yeah, Daenerys. Daenerys likes ships. Daenerys really does want boats, and she likes. The yeah, idea. she does. She, yeah. she likes boats. She ship. She ships them. Yeah. Uh, ah, that's good. Um. So yeah, that's kind of like the Greyjoys. Nice and quick. Have I missed anything out on them? No, no, I don't think so. Okay, let's talk beyond the wall. Young, okay. young Bran Stark. Yep. Um, so he has been staying with the children of the forest, and he's finally met the three-eyed raven. Yeah, you know we discuss traumatic scenes that are still haunting me. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're the one you're about to talk about soon. Yes. Just messes with me. Yes. Um. So he is now being tracked. They kind of get attacked by those skull skeleton people, and they're yeah, underneath the whites, yeah. the whites, and they're underneath the tree. Yeah. Um. So we join them in this season, um, and they are learning how to kind of control this new ability. Yeah. Um. When he rolls his eye back and goes into raven mode, he can walk again. Yeah. He 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 wargs. He wargs. That's it. Warg. Yeah. Yep. Um, and he can learn, he can walk again. You can understand why he wants to be there. He can actually walk. Yep. Um, and he goes back and he sees um, like his young father. Yep. And a couple of like his hearing, he's re-seeing the stories that his father told him. Yeah. But he's seeing the truth of what actually happens. Yeah. So we get the Tower of Joy scene. 
um, where Ned fights the the greatest swordsman who ever lived, Sir Arthur Dane. And obviously he has told everyone that he killed him, which technically... He did. Not a lie. However, he didn't do it by himself. No. He had to have the help, and you can kind of see Brian's watching it going, well, wait a minute. Yeah, this isn't the story I've been told. What's going on, sort of thing. Um, He also goes back further than that and goes and sees uh, some characters that we now know. Yeah. One of them being Hold the Door. Don't do that. (laughs) I had to, sorry. No. So, yeah, we meet a young Hodor. Who can talk talk and completely normal young lad who wants to be with the young lads, playing with swords and learning how to fight. And his mother keeps refusing. Yep. And we meet him and he kind of realises, oh my gosh, that's Hodor. Wow. Okay. And then he's brought out again and he keeps getting brought back out. Uh, The reason being, as a three-eyed raven tells him, if you stay there too long, you don't come back. Yep. Um, You know, do as you're told. And I will teach you everything. Yep. And now I've got to be honest with you, 100% honest, okay? Yeah. I have not been a big fan of Bran since the first season. Very few people are. He got pushed out the window and I was like, yeah, that was a bit harsh. I will. <laughs> ne- <laughs> okay. Never been I a big I fan. I don't think many people brushed it off at that point, but I think the minute he, he went on from there, not many people were fans of him. No, it's kind of like if I was reading the books... I would probably skip the chapters that he's in. I, <laughs> nice. I think his storyline, like it's, I can imagine that this here is going to be a huge part going forward, yeah. because of how much story time he's had and how much of a story there is. Yeah. But I find his story very boring. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I said to you, it's very slow paced when it comes to Bran. Yeah. However it kind of reveals massive, massive bits of information which are very important to the story. And that's the annoying part, because you need it there. Yeah. And as much as you do need him there, you kind of... It's like, oh, there's war with Jon Snow, there's war with the White Walkers, there's war and stuff going on with Daenerys, and then, oh, we're sat under a tree. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, it's like someone puts the handbrake on in a race car. It's like, Ray, oh, okay, stopped. Right, yeah, okay. I hear you. Um, and then he decides to do what we all expect Bran to do, is not do what he's told, crawl over, and take himself back to do it himself. Yeah, backfires. Stupid child. Massively, yeah. Stupid child. Um, it is at that point that we kind of start to learn how Hodor becomes Hodor. Well, which is really the, the, sad. It's, it's the bit before that where he he does that, and the night king. And that's it. The night. Him. That's it. I've got it round. I've written it down the wrong way round. So, yeah, so the, the night, night king. king yeah, the night king's able to see him when he's there and which touch him. No one else can. Yeah, and when he touches him, it means he can now mark him, and the magic that keeps them out no longer exists. Yeah, and all of a sudden he has now just completely screwed over everyone. Yeah, now, to me, and again, this isn't any spoiler or anything like that, I, I I, don't even know if this is a factor, but doesn't he then screw the whole world? Because the magic under that tree from the Children of the Forest is the same magic that stops the Whites from going through the wall. Yeah, <laughs> so he... the, fact, yeah. the fact that he's been marked 
he escapes and goes back through the wall. So now they can go through the wall. So now they can go through the wall. Oh, they need to kill this kid off quick. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I could be wrong. Genuinely, this is just me throwing that out. But I remember watching season six the first time thinking, well, but 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 he's about to go through the wall. Isn't that yeah. going to be bad? You know, I hadn't even clicked that. Yeah. But, yeah, if he, they can get through the magic of the tree. Yeah, that means they the magic can get through the magic the of the wall. Yeah. Because Benjamin says to him, I can't go to the wall. Sorry, I'm, I'm jumping ahead. No, that's fine. That's the next bit anyway, so yeah. Well, well it's, it's because I don't want to talk about Hodor. <laughs> like, let's get Hodor done very quickly. Go on then. So, you've got the scene. They've sp- they've kind of been chased by the White Walkers throughout. The children yeah. um, have killed themselves. The children of the forest, yeah, they're all yeah, letting they sacrificing yeah. themselves and trying to save him. Yeah. Um, and Bran is still stuck in the past where yeah. he's walked and they can't wake him up so they're now trying to get him out yeah um, they've got outside the tree and Hodor is holding the door shut so that they cannot get out to them yep and then Bran sees Hodor um, as a child yep. and he seems to have some sort of fit yep um, and this oh, this is a bit it confused me it's very sad okay. because obviously he goes from screaming hold the door yeah and it goes down 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 to just hold door hold door hold door yeah and that's now all he can say yeah how so this is the bit i didn't understand bran is in the past yep and we learned from the tower of joy scene where he shouted to his dad and ned looked around Yes. That you can, as the Free-Eyed Raven, influence the past. Yep. So whilst he is in the past, he can hear um, uh, the girl shouting Hold to warg into Hodor. Okay. She's shouting, warg into Hodor, you need to do it. And he does. So he walks into Hodor to pick the sleigh up and run. Yep. But he's in the past, so he walks into Hodor in the past. So when you see the young Hodor drop to the floor, his eyes go back. Yeah. And all the the young Hodor in the past can hear is hold the door. So and but she's running away. So as she's running away, it's becoming more and more distant. So he's going hold the door, hold the door, hold door, hold door, hold door, hold door. That's all we can hear in the distance. And his brain scrambled. But I I think the saddest thing is the realization that that kid's had his entire life knowing how he was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> because he sees it. Oh, damn. Yeah. Hodor lives his entire life knowing that at that moment. And if when you rewatch it, if you go back and watch that scene again now, yeah. when, when the events start happening... He just sits himself down. He's and like, rocks nope. backwards and forwards saying, Hodor, Hodor. He, he, you know, I know we've seen him afraid in the past and stuff, but he's like, no, I don't, I can't, I know what's going to happen. He actually knows. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, nasty. Yeah, I mean that's just added a whole new, whole new layer to it. Yeah, one of the funniest things, January now, so I can lighten this up, please. Is you know, in you know, in elevators, lifts in the UK, yep. you've got a button that says "Hold the door." Oh God, yeah. After this episode aired, loads of people kept putting little pictures and stickers of Hodor next to it. 
<laughs> and it was it became a thing online. Pictures no of elevators with hold the door buttons with Hodor next to it. <laughs> That's fantastic. And and genuinely people being like, nope, too soon. Nope, nope, can't handle that. Yeah, that was one of the saddest. Like that was a real sad moment. Yeah, but just such brilliant writing. And all though. brands' fault. Yeah, and all brands' fault. Uh, it's not the first and won't be the last time you say that. Little. Yeah. What a little. Yeah, but Uncle Benjamin's alive. Uncle Benjamin comes of. out and saves them, and he is kind of there. And then we understand that Bran saw him get the dragon's glass put through the heart. Yep, to save him. Well, kind of. Bran didn't. Bran didn't see it. He describes it. What Bran saw was the children of the forest creating the Night King. Yeah, which is obviously quite a quite a big deal. Yeah, like yeah, bastards. that's um, they're not too great in my books of good people either. Well, they were fighting war against the men, and they were outnumbered, so they wanted to create someone to fight for them, and hmm. like like in all good science fiction, their creation got away from them. <laughs> Just a little bit, and then came back yeah. and killed them. Yeah, and came back and killed them, quite literally, yeah. Uh, and yeah, and then Benji is alive, and off they go. Yep. Um, we have two more places to talk about. Go for it. We have, we're going to start with Slaver's Bay. Yep. So Daenerys Targaryen, um, she's still trying to get uh, Marine kind of under her own way, and it's resulted in lots of blood. Yep. Uh, former slave masters have now sieged, laid siege on it. Yep. And Daenerys climbed on the dragon and escaped Drogon's back, and yep. got the heck out of there. Um, she was then left in the Draki area. And taken yeah. over to where she should have been the whole time, which is in with all the widows of the, uh, the cows. The cows. Yeah. And you kind of get a feeling straight away she's not just going to sit and stay there. No. no you kind of feel she, like she's not just going to stay. No. I, I love some of the scenes where they're talking in Dothrak and she can understand every word they're saying. And when she starts answering, they're like, oh, hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they, they say some very inappropriate things about her. They do. And yes. she's just looking around going, yep, yeah. okay, yep. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fine. And then, yeah, she starts talking to them, and you just see all these little faces go, ah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, hell. Yeah. Ah, oh, this isn't good. Um, She's obviously sent Jora away, Mormont, lots. Yeah. Um, and he keeps coming back. And obviously yep. him and Dario set out and try to find her. Yep. Um, this Dario is a much better actor than the last Dario, I must say. He is much massively, better. yep. Um, they go out and they find her. Um, and then they kind of come up with this plan of how they're going to get her back. Yep. She turns around basically and says, no, that's not how we're going to do it. We're going to do it my way. <laughs> and I'm going to take charge of the whole of the Dothraki. Yeah, and they're all going to be my men again, just like they were originally. And yep. then, now I do remember, I sent you a message saying that Daenerys is becoming a bit of a one-trick pony. <laughs> that is what you said. Um, ooh, how can I get these people on my, especially the Dothraki, the Dothraki, how can I get these people on my side? <gasps> I know what I'll do. I'm going to set fire to everything. And then walk out of the flames completely naked because it worked last time and I'm going to do it again. And it yeah. works. Again. Well, yeah. Don't, and... like, you know, don't fix what ain't broken. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell if I was really impressed or a little bit like, oh, not this again, come on. I, I think she has magic recruiting boobs. 
So basically, she gets them out and people drop to their knees and worship her. Understandable. It could be the fire thing, it... but I think it's magic recruiting boobs. She might have really nice knees. Oh, fair point, yeah. I, I don't know why I didn't focus down there lower. Yeah, it could have been the knees. Um, she might have a really weird like inscription on her belly button. You never know. No, I've, I've pretty much seen every inch of her poor girl. <laughs> yeah, didn't she? Um, she yeah. actually made some requests, didn't she? After season four or five, can I be naked? Yeah, well, can I be naked less, please? Yeah, well, it was kind of a thing that got blew out of all proportion because uh, basically she said in an interview, um, "It'd be great if I could be naked less." Sort of tongue in cheek, laughing, joking. Yeah, and it became like this massive feminist issue and this kind of really, really blown out of proportion. So she gave another interview where she was like, "You all do realise that I read the scripts and I then sit down with these people and decide if I'm going to do it or not." No one puts a gun to my head and says, "Right, you need to be naked in this." Um, it's explained to me why and. And there's there was even a scene which we talked about uh, when we were doing a review of the season it was in, yep. where she gets out of a bath naked in front of a in front of a soldier to see what he does. Yeah, where does he look? Does um, he keep eye contact yeah. or does he go straight to yeah. boobs? Well, well, the actress in in an interview said about oh you know that was discussed. Um, she was she was wasn't originally going to do that, but I said no 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 that's a very Daenerys thing to do. She's realised. I can use this to gauge people. I can use this to almost intimidate. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm this beautiful woman, you know, what are you going to do? I'm, I'm fine with this. What are you going to do? Um, so yeah, it, it kind of got blew out of all proportion, but as the show's gone on, um, yeah, the, the amount of it's changed, but that's happened across the board. Because yes. The story's changed. Well, I have noticed actually, there does seem to be a lot less, boob nudity yeah well it, it's kind of like her character has evolved she, yeah she doesn't need to do that now um so so that that's changed whereas if you're you know if a character is walking into a brothel in king's land there's going to be boobs everywhere but that's just because of the positioning of it so the show hasn't you know taken a load of complaints and gone right okay guys less boobs it is just a case of that the story is now in a different place yes but anyway um, that, was, that was me. Carry on. While she's away. Um, yep, rec- recruiting a massive army. Yep, Tyrion has been kind of placed in charge as and an advisor. Tries his best. And yep. he does a good job for a while. Well, kind of. I mean, he, he pees off a lot of people. Well, he, he tries to bring Westeros politics to a place that isn't Westeros. Yeah, he's like, this is how and... we do it at home. It works for us back there. Yeah. It'll work here. And in terms of the city becoming better, he's right. You know, what he does helps bring the city, you know, is prospering. The markets are open again, I think he says a few times. Yeah, the markets are open. But he doesn't understand the slavers, and it's something Grey Worm and, you know, your your queen uh, say to him. Yeah, oh. say to him constantly, you know, you don't understand them. They don't see us as people. They, they just see us as property, and they're going to come and try and claim us again. And sure enough, they do quite brutally yeah they, the whole siege they set yeah. siege to the entire um city yep. just in time for Daenerys to turn up on Drogon again yep and she comes and she kind of talks to them and she kind of speaks to Tyrion as if to go look Tyrion you you know what have you done 
Yep. Tyrion does what Tyrion does best and explains it and talks his way out of it. Yep. And he's like, you know, you're going to kill me? No. You, you've done a good job. Let's go talk to them. He has that talk to her about um, she wants to blow the whole place up. And he yep. has this conversation with her about, look, you said you knew what your father did. Yeah. Do you really want to be the same? It's not the same. Well, you kind of just said yeah. you want to burn down an entire town. I see similarities. Yeah, you want, yeah, you want to burn entire cities that are ground. That's, yeah, that's being your father. Yeah, there are similarities I can see here, love. And it works because yep. she goes out and she talks to them. And comes out with this fantastic <laughs> yep. line of, oh, I think you've misunderstood us. We were talking about yeah. your surrender. Yep. Such a yeah, good I little line. That. And it's like, yeah. you just see them go, uh-uh. Yeah. Um, the dragon comes along, she lands, and she flies off again over the water. Yeah. The Air Force attacking the Navy. It is very much. She has, well, she's the only one with an Air Force, as we've said. She is, yeah. And aren't they getting big? Mm-hmm. Um, they are huge. Yeah, big time. And also, we were saying about this, like, the graphics of those dragons have come on so much. Yeah. Since we first yeah, see them to now, incredible. Yeah, that's where the budget's gone. It's insane how good they are. The, the budget is just... I mean, this is what the... Uh, I mean, we don't talk about The Walking Dead sometimes. We say that they had yeah. Shiva. The tiger came in and we got a Bambi instead. Well, this... Yeah. They've managed to give us incredible dragons, but kept everything else looking really good. They have, yeah. And uh, I, we've seen less dire wolves, etc., because of the amount of money needing to be spent on the dragons but they've not taken it out of the story in such a blatant way where you're like oh what <laughs> the only thing I've got to say is actually it'll be in the next scene I'll get on to it in the next one um, yeah, yeah. so yeah that's Daenerys she's now got her three dragons and set fire to the boats yeah well at least one of the boats we yeah, see. I was going to say, uh, I think one or two she takes out uh, and then the rest I think she probably keeps she likes, for herself <laughs> she loves ships yeah, big fan of ships. And I feel like you're saying this because it's going to have a lot of meaning further on. Or is it just a case of she just generally always talks about boats? Well, well she needs to get from where she is. She needs to get across to the Westeros, narrow islands. Uh, the narrow and sea. She, now, she now has, I think it's 8,000 or 6,000 unsullied. And she has a horde of Dothraki, the biggest horde ever. So yeah. you're talking like 10,000 Dothraki riders with their horses. Yep. So the amount of ships needed to transport all of that. The, the Queen loves ships. You know, and, Tyrion says it. Our Queen loves ships. And as we see, the last kind of scene we see of them yep. is her on... I mean, I messaged you, damn, that's a lot of ships. Yep, that's right. her. She has set sail for Westeros. Which means season seven, I feel like he's going to be quite fun with her. Big time, yeah. Um, so I look forward to that one. And then, yeah. so that is all of her. And now we have the biggest bit to talk about. Okay, Battle of the Bastards time. Battle of the Bastards time. So Jon Snow is dead. They they called it Bastard Bowl in production. Bastard Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yes, Jon Snow is dead. Jon Snow is dead. He is oh, genuinely no. dead. I didn't lie to you. He is dead. He is dead, dead. Like he's not even like, but he's dead, dead for like an episode and a bit. Um, and then of course the red lady turns up. Yep. And now I, I had a a moment with the red lady. Okay. Uh, my dad was in the room watching. Yep. And there's a part of her where she stood there 
in front of her mirror with no clothes on. <laughs> yeah. And I turned around to my stepdad and went, well, at least she's still got good boobs, eh? <laughs> yeah. Turned back to the TV and was mortified. <laughs> in that so split pleased. second that I looked away from the screen to make a sarky comment at my father, yep. she turns from quite an attractive messed yeah, up lady yeah, very, very attractive to slightly demonic yep. to someone who had saggy parts where saggy parts should not be oh, oh. hey when when we're that age we'll be happy to look half as good I, I mean I don't know if I look half as good as she did after that I'll be concerned <laughs> yeah not good. not good I was like what just happened my stepdad's just like my dad's looking at me wetting himself with laughter <laughs> Are they still a good pair? Nope. No, they're not. You win. Um, So we now find out that actually she, of course, is not all that she appears to be. Nope. Um, But she has brought back um, our John. Yes, she has. She Well, she she always likes to stress she doesn't have the power, but she does the ritual. It doesn't appear to work, but then, you know... I love ghosts kind of waking and realising... Yeah, he's back. He's like, yeah, and he comes through. And I mean, I would be imagined like all these men are out the front. They don't know what to do. John's dead. Oh no! And then they look up, and he's, he walks through a door. Yeah, <laughs> terrifying. What? Um. So he is alive, and he is now going to prepare everyone for the White Walkers. Yeah, and he's angry, and he's really angry. And I'm with him on that. He's kind of his idea is look, I've done everything I could for you guys, and my brothers killed me. Yep. Now his watch is ended. Yeah, his watch is ended. So he actually um, he kills those who killed him. He does. And that look on Ollie's face is just brutal. Little git killed him and his missus. Yeah. So as we've worked out, actually, Aya is not the best killer. <laughs> Ollie you killed John Snow, Ollie. and John Snow's missus. Yeah, you, you no one else can claim for that. Just wait, Arya's got a few more in her yet. But I say because at this moment in time, no one has an impressive names on their list as he does. Um, who, no, who have you killed? No. Jon Snow and his missus. Yeah, Jon Snow and the Wildling Witch. Yeah. Fair play to you. Fair play. Yeah. Uh, how good was the the reunion between Jon and Sansa? Oh, so they kind of look at each other for a little bit, and then it's yeah. the family reunion, which is great. Yeah, love that scene. Um. But they're now together again. John has said, you know, his watch has ended. I'm out. I died. He, I've done my thing. I'm out. Yeah. And he doesn't want to fight anymore. He's, he's tired. Yeah, yeah, he's tired of that. Well, that doesn't last very long. And then Ramsey sends him a letter. Ramsey sends him a letter. You know, I've got your brother. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? And 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 a lot worse. And yeah. a lot worse. Yeah. And you're like, uh, okay. So Sansa is straight out. We're killing him. It's war. We're yep. killing him. <laughs> yep. Straight out. No, like, you know, do you know what he done to me? I'm going to have him. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so they start to prepare. They go and see a couple of the other houses. <laughs> yep. Um, one of my favourite lines, all of our men will come and fight for you. Brilliant. How many? <laughs> 62. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but they're bear islanders that are badass. They're like worth 10 of your men. I'm sure that, yeah. that's still only like 600 men. That's not... <laughs> okay... <laughs> Yeah, I, I do like I do like the little lady Mormont though. She's brilliant, isn't she? Yeah, badass. Takes no prisoners. Yeah, she's great. Uh, but they get the army together, and it is time for the battle. It is what a battle. Yeah, it is. 
It's my well, second favourite so far. What was your first favourite? Your first favourite was... You haven't seen it yet. Oh, season yeah. episode uh, season seven then. Yeah. Okay, okay. This this is a great battle. Um, it's a great battle because of how clever. Yep. I mean, Ramsey is smart. He is, yep. Sadistic and smart. And Sansa kept saying it to John. And you John know, wasn't he, listening. Well, no, because he, I think he's just kind of, I've, you know, I've fought all these wildlings, I've got all this, I know what I'm doing, but Ramsey just messes with people. Yeah, so he gets out Rickon. Yeah, I shouted Serpentine a lot to Rickon, the moron. Yeah, I mean, okay, I, he cuts him free and tells him the game is he has to run. Yeah. He then gets a bow and arrow out. Yeah. I don't feel yeah. bad for saying this, Rickon deserved to die. Yeah, I mean, a bow and arrow, you've got time to look over your shoulder, wait for him to loose the arrow, then change direction. Run left, run right. An arrow isn't heat-seeking. It's not going to follow no, you. No, it's going to go up and down, straight line. Yeah. Maybe a yeah. little bit of wind might make... No. Yeah. Stupid yeah. child! Yeah, but nasty. And the fact he dies literally as John gets there is kind of like, oh... What? Game of Thrones, you're evil. Yeah, deserved it. Ran the straight line. Own fault. Own fault. But what a mistake from John. Yeah. Um Yeah, and then that so John then sends everyone in, that's it, we're gonna kill you. And I mean, for starts, Ramsey, I mean we called him no chill Stannis beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Ramsey's just firing thousands of arrows in <laughs> He doesn't care what side dies. No. He's just fireable. Just keep firing, keep firing, keep firing. And and it's a perfect illustration in the episode where both Davos and him have the archers lock and Davos goes, nope, we're just going to kill our own men. And Ramsey just keeps going. Yep, fire! He's like, wow. Um, So we see a heck of a lot of death. Big time, yeah. And we see a giant fighting, which I love. Oh, the giant. R.I.P. the giant. Yeah, win-win. He was fantastic, and so sad when he dies at the end. Yeah. I was more sad about that than I was Rickon, that's for sure. Yeah, and he took the arrow in the eye. Yeah. Yeah. But again, talk about CGI, and, you know, you you kind of think, wow, the actor they got to play the giant was really tall. (laughs) Yeah, can you imagine? Yeah. Um, Yeah, so uh, Davos then goes, look, we're useless back here. Charged. Yep. They all join up in the middle, and then yep. Ramsey. I mean, this is one of the smartest war moves ever. There's yep. a big hill of dead bodies. Yep. So they make a circle, like a, a yep. semicircle around it, and they just walk in, stabbing them as they go. Yep. Genius. Yeah, I mean, at that point, I mean, how great was the scene where John's getting trampled? Yeah, he and... falls, and that's it. I'm like, yeah. oh, here we go. I felt like I was holding my breath that whole time, and when he finally made it up for air, I was like, <gasps> "Yeah, it's oh incredible!" God. Like, yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine the the horror of being trampled anyway, especially no, in that sort no, of a no. ugh. awful, yeah, awful. Um, but he gets back out and he's there, and he looks around and he realizes they're in trouble. Yep, and big time. decides to try and make a run over the top. Yep. Um, and then you hear kind of like the ground shakes. You look up, and here come the Lord of the Vale. Yep. The Knights of the Vale come running around the corner. Littlefinger, has he done something good for once? Oh. Uh, with with Sansa. With Sansa there. Smiling. Sansa obviously sent the raven off we see that John doesn't know about. Yep. 
Yeah. And they've come and saved the day. Yeah. Ramsey being Ramsey goes, ah, leave them. Let's go. Yep, let's get get back behind the walls. How great is the moment where John, the giant, and uh, oh god, the the wildling whose names escape me for a minute, they run after him. The music changes and everything. yeah, as they you watch Sansa can just see yeah. him riding off, and then these three people yeah. running after him. It's great, yeah, chasing him. Yeah, it's brilliant. And they get to it, and he's like, "It's fine. We have the. F- they've got. We've got no army. Oh no, they've got no army. We've got no army. Yeah. But we've got Winterfell." They're, yep. they're not getting in here. They can't see just... <laughs> as, but they have a giant. And he just yeah. punches his way through the door. It's like, yep. oh, okay. Um, yep. And then, of course, you have the moment of... Ah, oh, you did say 1v1. That sounds appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Starts trying to arrow him, and John beats the crap out of him. Done the ever. Now, he's obviously now... I thought he was going to be left to die. They chain him up, take him down to the dungeons. How great was that? And Sansa, oh, what a fitting way for someone to die. Yep. They're my, and how, they're my hounds. They won't hurt me. But I thought you said you'd starve them for seven days. Yeah. And how stone cold was Sansa? Just stood there going, are you sure? Yeah, she's brutal on that one. Yep. Now, I'm starting to have a think here. Remember we said about how it's bad to be married to Marjorie? Yep. Sansa's only kissed, what, three people. Two of them are dead. Yeah. And you like Tyrion, don't you? Ah, Tyrion, no, Tyrion never kissed her. <laughs> True, he didn't. He was married he to was her. He was married to her. Geoffrey kissed her. And, Joffrey. Uh, Joffrey. Joffrey. Why don't you go in Geoffrey? Joffrey. <laughs> Joffrey married to her. Yep. Kissed her, dead. Tyrion married to her, didn't kiss her, survived. Yeah. Ramsay married to her, more, more than kissed her, dead. Yep. Yeah, well, is well, she yeah. as cursed in the marriage thing as Marjorie was? I I hope not for her sake. I hope not for Tyrion's sake. Well, and that too. Yeah. Forget about Sans, our Tyrion. But the Battle of Bastards was amazing. What a fight! That's that's one of my favourite fight scenes possibly ever. Yeah, it is. It's great. incredible. It's, it's it's um it's film level, but TV is it, just brilliant. Yeah, it, yeah it, it's a real epic epic battle. Yep. And yeah, considering it is a TV program. And um, how great was it? So, do you remember, we talked about this before, uh, the, the Red Priestess yep. um, said that in her vision when she talked to Stannis, he said, are you sure? And she said, yes, I see myself on the battlements and I see the Bolton banners fall. She wasn't wrong. Nope, she wasn't wrong. The only thing she was wrong about is who won the battle. Who was the prince. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that... <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and so... Like we've said before, in a case of does she see the future but not know the the backstory yeah, of it? Exactly. She tries to fill it in herself, and in the past she is arrogantly guessed, and she has now made massive mistakes because of it. Yeah, uh, one of those mistakes is found out by Davos. Davos, sorry. Yeah, that was kind of a, a, a tough scene. Um, he realizes as he sees this child. Yeah, Davos is not happy. You can understand why. He like he yeah, loved the girl so, yeah. like it was his own child. Yep. And he yep. realises, and he kind of asks John to kill her for it. Yep. And John, realising that he's only alive because of her, kind of sends her yep. away, don't come back or we'll kill you. And Davos very much, come back please, because I want to kill you. Yep, yep. And off she goes. Uh, yeah, that's... 
Is that all of that stuff? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, um, other other than the lords and the meeting, and obviously Bran's vision revealing who John really is. Yes, that's what we need to hit onto. Uh, there are three last things to be mentioned. An honorary mention for the Hound. Yeah, he's not always. dead. He's not dead. Yes! And he's a badass again. He's still badass. That we like that. Um, we'll quickly talk about Sam and Gilly. Okay. Um, obviously, they've gone off to for him to become the Grand Meister. Is it not not Grand Meister? He's going to. He's gone off to learn to, to be, be a Meister. That's the it. Citadel, yeah. Um, so he's off in the old town with Gilly. They've had some fun as they went home, and his family do not like him. Nope. Safe to say, he steals the Valyrian sword. Very clever, yep. remembering Valyrian kills the White Walkers. Yeah. Good old. Sam. He's my Sam. Sam is my king as well. <laughs> yes. Yes. As as I should be. Yeah. <laughs> Well played. Well played, sir. Um, Boy, thank you. And he walks into the world's best ever library. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty cool. Damn cool library, that is. Um, That's kind of him touched on very quickly. And then, yeah, the vision. The last bit we have to talk about is that vision, I guess. Yeah, the Tower of Joy. So we find out that John isn't Ned's son. No, he's not about... Now, I'm glad you said that because I watched it twice and I'm like, I'm well confused. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, basically what's happened it's his little sister is, or it's his big sister it's his sister and he finds her yeah and she's given birth but she's dying from childbirth you know medieval times it happened a lot yeah um and but she's given birth to a son who is a targaryen and robert is killing every Targaryen and will kill every Targaryen, including this child. Yep. So she begs her brother to hide him, to lie, to to save him. So Ned, who was the most honourable knight, you know, remember all the way along, people were like, oh, I can't believe Ned had a bastard. Oh, you let your honour slip. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't, but he didn't let anybody know. Even his wife, who hated that child throughout his life. and had real issues with him over it. Yeah, she he didn't. But remember the scene, the very first episode. John's going to the wall, and he said he asks about his mother, and Ned looks at him and goes, "All you need to know is you've got my blood in your veins." He doesn't say I'm your dad. He says you've got my blood in your veins. Oh damn! We'll talk about your mother the next time I see you. It is actually there right from the start. Very all first the way like, couple of episodes. It's there. Yeah. Yeah, that is episode one. Yeah. Episode one, that is said, is there right from the start. You've got my blood in your veins. That's all you need to know. And the next time I see you, we'll talk about your mother, which unfortunately, you know, they never do. But the fact is Ned's done that. You know, Ned protected him his whole life. So I was, I wasn't barking up the wrong tree entirely. (laughs) No, no, you did have a theory. Yeah. I had a theory that he had sanctuary with the Targaryens. I just thought it was... Ned had actually Ned. put one in a Targaryen. That's a really awful way of putting it. It's Game of Thrones. I just felt like I'd just go with the general yeah, okay. theme of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I thought he had kind of had an affair with a Targaryen and then that's kind of where it had come from. Turns yeah. out he didn't at all. Good old nope. Ned. We, we can nope. love Ned again in his honour. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he truly was the most honourable man in the Seven Kingdoms. Ever, yeah. Yeah. What a legend. 
And then uh, John, we get that scene where the baby, you know, merges into John's face, which tells us all who he is. Yeah. Um, but then little Lady Mormont names him, you know, King in the North. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, but of course they think he's a Stark, <laughs> which he is. He's half Stark. He is half Stark, at least, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a half Stark, half Targaryen. And yes, that means he's like proper badass. So the the books that this show's based on are called A Song of Ice and Fire. Yep. And he is half Stark, half Targaryen. Oh. So yeah, ice and fire. So it is really all about Jon Snow. It really is. Well, you see, the thing is, every time I think I have this show worked out, it I'm throws something wrong. at you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Bombshell. Uh, <laughs> boom. Boom. So yeah, I like to think I wasn't too bad. I was kind of correct on that. We now know that yeah. he is part Targaryen. Yep. Um, he, is, he is half and half. Oh. So yeah. It means he is Daenerys's nephew. Nephew. Yeah, but he has a more legitimate claim to the throne than Daenerys because the the male line gets the throne so you had the mad king and his son Rhaegar would have been the next king and Rhaegar is Jon's dad so it would have been the mad king then Rhaegar then Jon or whatever he would have been called if he hadn't been raised as Ned's bastard oh so that's going to throw a spanner in the works (laughs) well only if people find out but of course we know that Bran now knows and Bran's a little Bran's going to tell everyone. He's, Isn't he he's just? like that. Yeah. But the other person who will know... So, the, you know, Ned does this, but there's one person with him, and that is um, Howland Reed. Now, Howland Reed's daughter is the one that helps Bran. It's his daughter and his son who help Bran above the wall. The son dies, and the daughter's helped him back through the wall. Yep. Now, so Howland Reed's the one who stabbed Arthur Dane in the back of the head, so he's the only one who survived, so he's the only one with Ned, so he's there when Ned comes out with the baby, so he must know. So he must be the only other person to know that's not Ned's bastard. Yes. But, yeah, I don't know. Whether whether Howland Reed ever gets another appearance, I don't know. We'll find, well, maybe find out, might not find out. Yeah. Oh. So season six is a bit good, my friend. Um, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. How has the podcast gone for you? Because I know it was your favourite one. Have I missed anything that you need to mention? No, Matt. I mean, uh, yeah, it's good. I mean, we've run long. Um, yeah. So thank you to everybody for listening. Um, but yeah, it's uh, there's so much. And I've got no doubt that when we finish, I'll go, oh, we didn't talk about that. I mean, yeah. the Hound storyline's brilliant, but we just don't have time. No. But he's ended up, But he's ended up with the Brotherhood without banners now. Again. Um, so yeah, so wait for you know season seven. We can delve more into it. Cause there's less episodes, more, and the storylines start to smash together a lot more. Oh, good. That's you're but, in charge um, of that one, so that's fine. Yeah, I am. Oh. I am. And then then we do it episode by episode for season eight. But yeah, man. Um, thank you for leading that one. It is my favourite season, so it was actually quite nice to sit back and listen to you chat about it. So it was good. Um, Very and, good season. And, 
and grunt on occasion but yeah, yeah so big thank you to you a big thank you to everybody for listening i hope this refresh has been good we are literally counting down the days now to the game of thrones returns yes uh, as you're listening to this we are under two weeks uh, roughly two weeks away from season eight of game of thrones uh, I read yesterday it will be simulcast between the UK and the USA. Oh, good. So when it so when it airs Sunday night in the US, it will air at two AM here in the UK. Um, oh, I dare say there'll be a lot of people staying up to watch it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to. We will be doing our live tweeting and stuff. So yeah, I will be. Well, depending on, depending on. Um, work because <laughs> unfortunately paying the bills kind of comes first this is true uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see where we are but yeah it, um, i'm looking forward to it i can't wait i mean genuinely the the show the, the show's massive and there are so many theories around how it's going to end i can't wait for you to finish season seven so me and you can really dive into the theories because so much happens in season seven which we're going to be talking about next week yeah um so yeah so you best get on that I will I will crack on with that straight away. Oh, I don't <laughs> want to do the ending part. No, no, you got to. Big thank you to everybody for listening. We'll be back next week. Hodor. Thank you for listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on Facebook or online. Simply search the Stuff and Things podcast to join in our conversation every week.